It's Go On with Ted and Jeff. Go On is a show where people from all walks of life share stories from their lives. But are those stories true, or are the guests assholes? That is for the harrowing gauntlet of Ted and Jeff to decide. That's you and me, Ted. In case you were wondering, that is you and me. Don't forget to follow us on at go underscore on underscore pod. No period. It will also be posted in the show notes with as many underscores as humanly possible. Because God, God help us. God have mercy on our souls for the number of underscores we have. You need underscores. It's what makes a, it's what makes a polite society. With right. These underscores. Right. And also, the fun thing about underscores is it's kind of like a little window or like a, a, a fill in the blanks thing. So you could do like um, a, a Mad Libs where you yeah. could just cho- choose a verb uh, and choose an adjective. So it would be like, go running on stinky pod. But you just have to have little tiny fingers to fill it in. <laughs> Something, little, yeah. little tiny fingers. You need to have the ability of one of those people who like paints entire paintings on the head of a, a, a pin or something like that yeah it's a special Which special thing we all do that's just a that's just a normal normal hobby that we all have i know it's a, i know it's a hobby that you picked up during quarantine is um painting on miniatures and uh no why 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 back away from that that is exactly what happened <laughs> <laughs> How dare don't you? come at it okay you can find yeah. it on my etsy store well, I'm Jeffrey Allen Murphy. Uh, my co-host here is Ted McNulty. Ted, how you doing this week? I'm doing, doing okay. I mean, uh, people who listen to the show know that we're big fans of Parlor, and uh, we read religiously the New York Post to get all of our sources of information. Wow, I gotta say, putting Parlor and the New York Post in the same bucket, that is shots fired, man. <laughs> like, I think even the New York Post would be like, hey, hey. Hey, come on. Well, you know what? They they had a headline this week that New Jersey had better pizza than New York. Okay, well, fuck them. That's that's bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. New Jersey no only has one thing better than New York, and that is garbage dump. Casinos. Because our garbage dump is, of course, Staten Island. There are some people <laughs> on Staten Island who will hunt me down and kill me just because <laughs> it's what they do there. It's what All they do. All of a sudden, do. we... And this is how Jeffrey got killed by people wearing tracksuits. <laughs> well, if you're gonna go out, you might as well have a sense of style about it. So, is is that is that what you're, you're happening this week? As you were offended by the pizza headline, I was offended by the pizza headline, and then I went to uh, one of your frenemies, Trader Joe's. Because oh, well, I'm just mad at them for not having one in my neighborhood. If you're talking about act- first world problems, that is probably the most first world of first world problems. <laughs> is the nice grocery store isn't close enough to my home. <laughs> Do, do you remember, Jeffrey, when they said we were getting a fancy grocery store up here and everyone was like, ooh, Trader Joe's turns out to be fine fare. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a but it's like a, a super fine fare. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like the finest affairs. Yeah. Like like ultra fine fare. Consider it the 99 cent store supermarkets. That's a, that's a that's a fair description. Although I will say the 99 cent store is also a grocery store. <laughs> 
you not, this is a real thing. There's a big banner outside the dollar store near me that said, um, ribeye steaks, $1. I don't know where these steaks came from, what kind of animal they came from, but no steak should cost $1. That's just not okay. It's kind of like when people say, like, oh, do you want to spend, like, $3 at McDonald's for a burger? And I'm kind of like, somehow I'd feel better about it. <laughs> like, I would I would trust well, this burger a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it is that whole thing of you're like, there's a psychological thing of if you pay more for something, you somehow think it's better, even if it's yeah. not. But I've never had any New Jersey pizza that came close to New York pizza. I mean, we do have a, a resident Jerseyite. Uh, in well, I guess talking to us through the patio screen in the patio of pain, our producer Gregory Ryan Jr. Uh, Gregory, uh, put down the clips and the clamps and the, you know, the the tasers and the all that good stuff, and uh, tell us a bit about Jersey Pizza. Well, Jersey Pizza is is just fine, just fine. There's really is it not just much fine difference. or is it super fine? I mean, it's super fly. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but uh, Jersey Pizza is not much different than New York. I spent 18 years in New Jersey and 12 years in New York. They're the same. They're the same pizza because it's made like by you... the same people. Uh, the water's pretty darn close to the same. The, there's not much difference. Anyone that says they have New York-style pizza somewhere else in the country, though, full of crap. Yeah. Do you feel like the New Jersey pizza, like, swears at you a little bit more? while you're eating it or like has a little bit more attitude towards you. It, mm -hmm. it definitely does. Uh, I will say I am from uh, the, the elusive central Jersey, which people think doesn't place. exist. I don't, it does. I don't think it's that's eluding place. anyone. No. I think people were just avoiding it. If you find people not having stories about central Jersey, it's not because Jersey's running away. It's that people don't want to go there. But I will say uh, South Jersey pizza sucks. That's the same as Philly pizza and they don't understand pizza. They make great cheesesteak. Go there for that. But they don't make pizza. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing that you do have in Central Jersey that uh, we wish we had in New York is the Wawa. Uh, oh, for those God. who are unfamiliar with a Wawa, it is the greatest of all convenience stores. Anybody who's been to a Wawa knows. Anybody who doesn't know what a Wawa is, may, may God have mercy on you and give you the gift of going to a Wawa one day. Go down to Wawa, get a hoagie, you know, and uh, yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> I would like to bring our uh, guest in uh, because uh, he might have some comments on New Jersey as well. Uh, not only growing up in the same town that I did, but also uh, still currently living there. So you're like talking about in an imaginary place called Central Jersey that doesn't yes. exist? Yes. It's yeah. elusive. It's, it, 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 when you think you have it in your hands, it just slips right out. It's, it's like a <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> do, do you Central Jersey, like, the leprechaun of Jersey. Is it like you walk through a Kevin Smith movie, and then there you are in Central Jer Jersey, like it's an imaginary place? Yeah, C Central Jersey is lovely. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on on oh. that note, I'm going to uh, bring in our our guest a little early so we can comment on New Jersey as well. Mr. Nick Williams from New Jersey. Uh, we went to high school together and still talk, which is probably not the best. Uh, but for our 10th episode, this is our first fan that called in asking if they could be on the show. So what? not scenery, but a featured player. Not scenery, a featured player. 
uh, that has returned. We, we put you in the moving truck, I promise you. Our first <laughs> fan guest. So a fest. So, uh, so Nick has, has fangirled, called me, and asked to be on the show. Welcome. Well, welcome, Nick. Yeah, welcome. thanks for having me. Um, some of that was wildly exaggerated, <laughs> so I'm going to go for the sake of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yep, all of it's true, all of it's true. <laughs> oh yeah, every single word. With the New York's New Jersey rivalry, there's a drag queen I love, and she describes New York the best way I've ever heard people describe New York. So it's kind of, she said she was on a subway platform and somebody had killed themselves, like had jumped on the tracks. Okay, this story she was took like, a this very, happen? very strong turn. <laughs> no, no. It, I was like, this it, is going to be funny. Out. And then I was like, this is not going to be funny at no, no. all. Somebody had jumped on the tracks and she went, oh my God, does this happen a lot? And some girl on the platform went, yeah, it happens all the time. It's super annoying. <laughs> and like, that is New York. It is. It is. And she's like, it's annoying somebody jumped on the tracks. And she's like, yeah, do it at 3 a.m. when there's only one every hour. It's like, that is New York. Well, yeah, everybody's in a hurry to get somewhere. I mean, less so over the pandemic, but that is, uh, that drag queen had it right. Yeah. Don't don't inconvenience all of us because you didn't want to live anymore. Right. There are plenty of ways for uh, somebody to harm themselves that don't make me late for work. Yeah, eat New York style pizza, not in New York. Is there you way. go. There you go. But so, but you, but are you an advocate for New Jersey pizza? I am. I I love Jersey pizza. Out of necessity. You also have to. Whenever somebody says that they don't like Jersey pizza, you have to qualify it. I had a roommate in college who her and her father were like, Jersey pizza is disgusting. And I was like, Oh, where'd you order from? And they were like, Papa John's. And I'm like, That's not. <laughs> that's not Jersey pizza. That's American pizza. <laughs> that's it's barely pizza. It's great at 2 a.m., but that's not Jersey pizza at all. <laughs> it's yeah. great for the complimentary banana pepper. I, I did. And the little tub of garlic yeah, butter. Yeah, that's oh. exactly where I was going. <laughs> Dip the crust in that garlic butter. Papa John's, now with less <laughs> racism. But still. Still racist. Still, still racist, but less. Less. <laughs> less. Diet racism. Yeah, well, um, so that's awesome. Yeah, where, where, uh, where in New Jersey uh, are you located? Somerville. I am the second to last stop on the Raritan Valley line, so I don't even have a direct into New Jersey or into New York. <laughs> oh, so you have to take a train to a train to go to New York? Yes. And then came Robert Moses. It always comes back to Robert <laughs> Moses. Or Anna Kendrick. <laughs> How dare you say that name in this room? I'm sorry. Get out. <laughs> we got a cease and desist order from her lawyers. Okay. Yeah, uh, and... More like a, it was like a series of letters. It was like, <laughs> you're still, you're still going with this. We told you to cease. Okay, now really stop it. I've, I've uh, got to be are... honest. The the <laughs> banks have figured out my address and being like, hey, open a bank account with us. I'm assuming eventually we're just going to get a letter from Anna Kendrick's people being like, uh, no, no. Well, listen, <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, 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 if no, she no. doesn't want people talking about the fact that she stabbed a guy with a sa- uh, samurai sword in San Diego, then she shouldn't have stabbed that guy with a samurai sword in San Diego. It's true. Don't yeah. commit the crime if you can't do the time. So this week's You're... topic. <laughs> we don't have a topic. No. <laughs> it's New York style pizza. Uh, this week's topic for our 10th episode is first date. First date. Singular. It's one specific date. Okay. One specific okay. date. Okay. <laughs> first date. I mean, there's a number of different ways you could go with that. 
Uh, it could be the first uh, date fruit that you've eaten, um, which are Ooh. delicious. Love, mm -hmm. love dates. Dates are the best. Dates I... are way better than figs. Way underrated. Uh, really, really delightful. Get yourself a date today. This episode of Go On is And make yourself some figgy dates. puddings. Well, yeah. Well, I, you know, honestly, I, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, are you are you going to come at figgy pudding? Get, get ready for some hate mail, nothing. Gregory. I don't love figs. I don't love them. I don't love them. If, if we were going to have a fight between dates and figs, I would choose team date. And we would win. Because I am a vicious fighter. I'm only vicious in, like, tickle fights. And then, like, everything else you I just run away. You are very vicious in tickle <laughs> fights. I just Do run not, away. Do not start a tickle fight with Ted. <laughs> how, but, how do you like first dates thankfully it's been a while since i've been on a first date but i i always find that the best thing to do for a first date is like to have a good exit point don't commit to like an eight hour you know like oh we're gonna go backpacking through canada or something I, you can't do that in eight hours but uh <laughs> <this is> backpack <laughs> really fast uh but no i mean like it's like coffee or maybe a drink like not a full meal like, don't commit to a full meal. But, uh, but like, yeah, coffee, and you're like, oh, I have to work now, and you get out, you know? Or, like, oh, wow, this coffee really ran right through me. I have to go to the bathroom, and then you go the opposite way. But, yeah, first dates are always <laughs> awkward. So, yeah. Ted, what, what do you think this, what do you think the story will be? I think this will be about his first date <laughs> where they went to see the worst play ever performed on Broadway. I don't know. And then... I'm, I'm, I'm feeling attacked somehow. <laughs> I'm feeling personally attacked by this version of this story. Well, if you had let I... him finish, he would have said starring Jeffrey Allen Murphy, and then you'd feel personally attacked. Well, if I'm yeah. starring in it, I mean, like, you know, all right, I'll... it doesn't have to be good. <laughs> all right, well, that, that is a story. Okay, uh, so what do I think? I'll ask myself, since you didn't <clears throat> ask Ted. I wasn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. Uh, I think the story is going to be about going on a first date and then developing a relationship with someone. And then they grow old together. And at a certain point, the person they went on a date with starts to lose their memory. And as a result, uh, Nick has to go and visit this person and then tell that person the entire story of how they met and, and their dating and, and their relationship, like it's a story about somebody else. And then uh, at the end, we all find out that the notebook was actually their story and that there was Alzheimer's involved. Yeah, no, actually, I, I think I've come up with what the story is about now. <laughs> if, if I can go back in time to when you first asked me, it's about Nick writing a go-to guide on how to make somebody fall in love with you on the first date and then never calling them back again. And so mm -hmm. therefore now he just has like, a, a website is now dedicated to him about people who hate him for making them fall in love with him. Nick, and I then say, just you're a cad. never calling them back. <laughs> you're a cad. <laughs> oh, what? oh, if only the podcast could capture that charming smile. All right. Well, we will be right back with Nick's story, which I'm very excited to hear right after this word from our sponsors. This week's episode of Go On is brought to you by The Continuing British Invasion. Did you think it died with American Pie? Well, no, it fucking didn't. If you like hearing monotone American accents on TV and film, then The British Invasion has a range of actors for you. 
Forget why you find Colin Firth so charming as he George the Sixth his way through an, Arcan an Arkansas accent in Main Street. Love Clyne and find his suave voice attractive, then fall out of love with him in The Inside Man. The British Invasion is a not-for-entertainment organization that can dull your hearing of emotions in most performances while soliciting rave reviews from critics. The British Invasion, because it's classier doing it the wrong way. Go On apologizes for the performance of Kevin Costner and Robin Hood and most Americans who have attempted a Cockney accent. That is, that's a long ad. How much did they pay for that? They paid for it like uh, in quid, which so I don't know what that is. I, I, I think they, it's just they said, a pound. I think it's just a pound. They said, here is 17 shillings. And I was like, I don't know what a shilling is. Get your money. Get your money. Label it right. Use American <laughs> English, England. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you made the language, but we perfected it. Hey! <laughs> Shakespeare ate shit. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Says the man with like two posters and like nine anthologies. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Obviously, I love Shakespeare. He's even sung about it. I have? You've brushed up your Shakespeare. Um, At least in the he's bar. created sea shanties about it. Absolutely. I create sea shanties about everything. That's how I know which groceries I need, because I made a sea shanty, and I just go through the grocery store singing about the, you know, like, I must get toilet paper and some beans. Gotta go get some milk for me. Gotta get the toilet paper and the beans. I gotta get the milk there, too. Ooh, Pop-Tarts. I want those Pop-Tarts. They weren't on my list, but I'm getting them anyway. Pop-Tarts. I'm getting these Pop-Tarts. Don't forget the toilet paper, beans, and milk. <laughs> my favorite part is that you were rowing the whole time you, you thought well, he was he, pushing a shopping cart he was rowing no at first, oh, I at thought first it, was, it was shopping cart and then I and then he's he was like in the, the aisle cart. like why am I not going anywhere I can see him standing in the shopping cart with like a pirate hat on just like Standing like, with his arms up, Captain Morgan style, going through forward. The <laughs> but um, I will say one thing: everybody's been losing their mind recently <laughs> about Kate Winslet doing a Philly accent, <laughs> and I, I don't think that. I mean, Central Jersey is not that far. I don't think it's that hard of an accent to do. I think people just don't do it because it's not like it's not a particularly classy accent. I mean, the, the all you have to do is say "water is water," and you're like fifty percent of the way there. That's more south. That's more like around Philly. My my mother-in-law was just here and she's from Wisconsin. And she likes to make fun of the Jersey accent. And she'll start walking around going, Joyzy. Oh, well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody in nobody in their in their life has ever done it unless you had a stroke. So I'll make fun of her and I'll start going like this, yeah, and just, you know, oh God, it was just so crazy. <laughs> and then she's like, Nobody talks like that in Wisconsin. Like nobody talks like that in Jersey. Oh. Every time I hear that I, accent, I think of Brendan Dassey from Making a Murderer. He's like, <laughs> I seen the toes. I seen the toes in, in the, in the, and I was like, I don't know why the phrase I've seen the toes has really, it's really stuck with me as this kid probably made up a story about burning this poor person's, you know, body who was murdered, I think by their neighbor. Let's rehash a story from six years ago, Jeff. Jeez. Listen, <laughs> you brought Brendan Dassey into this, Nick. This is your fault. Uh, no one did. It was all you. <laughs> no, no. He, he used that accent. Also, Fargo on FX. Great show. Great show. Cannot recommend mm. it highly enough. Great show.
Oh, yeah. And Drop Dead Gorgeous, the movie, if you want another good example of that. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Is that the one where they have, like, what's your perfect date? No, that's Miss Congeniality. (laughs) Oh, okay. I promise I have more trivia than beauty uh, contest movies. (laughs) 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 I I have a wider range of knowledge. No, that's the one where they do the Drop Dead Gorgeous, they do the mockumentary in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And someone's killing the beauty contestants. Right. Yes, I have it's, seen that movie. Oh, it's just been a. It's wow, been a, a that, minute. That sounds like an amazing. Movie. It's good. I suggest it. Well, everyone's got to watch it. <laughs> well, uh, so if for those following along, make sure you check out Drop Dead Gorgeous. Uh, what's the name of the drag queen that you like? Trixie Mattel. Oh, I've heard of Trixie Mattel. That's a great. Oh, yeah. That's a great name. Uh, also, mm-hmm. Fargo on FX. Great. Uh, Making a Murderer on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever that show is that uh, that Kate Winslet is on, that I'm sure is fantastic because she's very talented and, you know. But I'm make sure, it's sure good. you take a break once a week to listen to Go On. Yeah, do that too. Nick, mm-hmm. you have a story for us about first date. I do. Not first dates, first date. So please take it away. Okay, so this was back when I was in college, many moons ago. I was a sophomore, and I was living with my roommate, Tom, in the dorms, Mm -hmm. and I had a little bit of dating experience, but I had never really tried online dating. Uh So um, I went on a website. The Pandora's box. Oh, yes. This was, again, 2007 online dating. Lawless wasteland. Yeah. That was when when people still found that, like, risky. Before it was like, how else do you date people? You know? Yeah, right, back, right. back when like you didn't tell anybody that you met somebody online, you're like, what? No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Or, or no, like people would arrange like... things as like, meet me at the bookstore and then drop a book. And then if this goes well, we will tell people we met in the bookstore, not online. You have to rehearse your story before every family gathering so that because some families get really crazy about it. They're like, what was the name of the bookstore? What books did you look at? <laughs> just... The bookstore was called Tinder. I don't know. <laughs> we the were story both falls reading, apart uh, immediately. Um, we both reached for Breaking Dawn. And... I feel attacked. So I went on a website. It's called manhunt.com. Okay. What can be found on that website? Backordered China. What do you, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I went dating on overstock.com and I just did not find a match. It's crazy. No, but I found a nice pair of house slippers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm wearing them right now. (laughs) um, So I went on this website. I met a guy uh, around my age. He was really nice. um, Had a couple conversations and then we decided to go on a date. Okay. So at this point, you still haven't met in person. Still like in the chat on manhunt.com. In, still in the chat. Okay. It was like a week later, I think. we got. I got ready for my date, and my roommate was just kind of quiet. And You met your roommate um, on manhunt.com, didn't you? That's all, all the... That's where my whole college came from. That's how you applied. Where <laughs> <laughs> you like you met like you were like, I think this is going to go well, and you go on the no. date, and you both are going out at the same time, and you're like, uh, wait no. a minute. Wait and then it turns out you were what? online dating your roommate. Why is he following me? So I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. And um, my roommate says, have fun. And just has this like cat in a canary kind of look Uh-oh. about him. But I, I was oh, nervous no. for the date, so I didn't, I didn't think did about he, it. W- did your roommate catfish you? Your roommate catfished you. In a way. But we'll get oh. oh, God. <laughs> so I go downstairs. I meet this guy. Mm-hmm. Less attractive than his pictures, but marginally. It's not like, you know, it went from a 10 mm-hmm. to a 2. 
Yeah, there were no filters to help us out back then. God, the only thing we had was red eye removal, and that's about it. I want, I want like, blood <laughs> red eyes to glow. We didn't explore the <laughs> angles yet of photography. No. It was a simpler... God, no, it was a blurry JPEG. <laughs> it was a pixelated time. Back, back, back when, like, <laughs> having a cell phone ringer was, like, a really cool thing to have. Like, you'd spend money to get a cell phone ringer. Personally, Ghostbusters theme. Mm. I still stand by that choice. Great cell phone ringer. But now I just want the phone to fucking ring. Like, let's be real. See, that's how I know you might not be a millennial. Because most millennials, are, the phone just stays on silent. Yep. <laughs> it just stays on silent. It just vibrates. Mm-hmm. Vibrating is too loud. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's like I'm, I'm right on the bubble. I'm on the millennial cusp, if you will. An elder, got it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, um, <laughs> oh god, what's her name? There's this really, there's this Eliza Slashing. Yes, yeah. Oh, that's a funny special. <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> there was a moment, moment that we are not part of, Ted. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Eliza Schlesinger has a special called Elder Millennial. She is, I, I believe, the same age as I am. It is, it is, it's funny. Add that to the list with <laughs> I've Seen the Toes and uh, Manhunt.com, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Well, this will all be in the, the show notes. <laughs> Who's Not writing these promotion. show notes? <laughs> you are. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a four-page novel. It's like if Stream of Consciousness met Angie's List. <laughs> it's a little bit of both. So back to that. Back to the story. Um, <laughs> we were on. So I get in his car and we're driving. And we're driving for a while. We get on the turnpike. And then about past the halfway point where it would take longer to turn around and come home, I get the brilliant idea to go, hey, where are we going? And he turns to me, you know, the graveyard. Bitch. And this is when you, you find out what manhunt is really about. Yes. It's about hunting people. <laughs> it's a, it, it is about the most dangerous game, <laughs> yeah. which is man. Dating as a homosexual male, the dangerous <laughs> game of all. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah well. <laughs> um, so I said, where are we going? And he turns to me and goes, oh, I didn't tell you. We're going to a dance sponsored by Alcoholics Anonymous, and we're going to the meeting beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> was this some sort of sting operation? Were you like, it was not? Did like, your did your like, roommate talk to this person? Like, it seems like a really like really shitty way to do an intervention, right? Like um, your your friends thing... are like, you need you don't know this guy. You need to go on Manhunt.com. You need to get him to go on a date with you and then take him to an AA meeting where we will all confront him. <laughs> it was, it was, this was before, uh, what is it? TLC network with intervention. But, uh, I love the, the Oh, we didn't tell, I didn't tell you, you just, know, you fucking did it like, <laughs> later going through. I'm like, Nope, I was an idiot and I never asked. So this, it was a learning experience in grand proportions. I just kind of looking at it, he's like, wow, you're taking this really well. And in my head, I'm like, so the speedometer says we're going 65. <laughs> is if that slow roll. enough? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is this slow enough that if I tuck and roll out on the turnpike, will I live? Um, one thing you should know about me is I am not a confrontational person. Mm-hmm. I will, you, if you chop my hand off, I will apologize to you for it being in your way. So, do you have that, a lot of experience with that? No. On a scale of one to ten, 
if just he jumped onto the train number. tracks, How many he times have you had your hands cut off? Look, it was a presentation about Hammurabi's code. Sorry. <laughs> Don't anyway, bad, bad social studies joke. So, driving in the car, we go to his house. It's in the woods. Oh, God. This, this is also before, like, true crime documentaries. Uh-huh. So, looking back on it, like, I really... I'm surprised that I wasn't like episode three on like a true crime docuseries that some white girl at two in the morning skipped because it looked boring. Mm-hmm. Question: um, did, did you get the sensation that anyone could hear you if you screamed? No, we were like way up in New Jersey. It was you're deep in the woods. If, if anybody heard me, deep in the woods, the, the famous New Jersey woods. <laughs> yeah. there, there are several red flags going off on this date, Nick. Oh. Oh, I it wasn't I was taking a tour of the factory where they made the red flags. It was just <laughs> This is where like, they all come from. <laughs> like this was the red the reddest of the red flags. Mm-hmm. So um I'm sitting in his car. This is where the matador picked go get up his, his flags. When inside to go get his shotgun. <laughs> he gave when you a shovel, was... he just said, Start digging. <laughs> Start. And then you I apologize s- for it. And then I apologize. Like, yes, absolutely, sure. sure. I'm sorry, How it's not deep enough. Um, I'll do better next so, time. There won't be a next time. Go on. No. Um, <laughs> I stayed in the car because he went inside to go get his clothes, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna run in really quick. You can stay out here." Again, I was like, "Yeah, sure, okay." Comes back in a different outfit, and like, okay, so I'm not dead yet. Gets back in the car. We go to the meeting. We walk in. <laughs> And I'm, again, at no point did I think to go, you know what? This isn't for me. I really would rather go home. Not once. Because mm-hmm. maybe it was true love. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we go into the meeting and everybody's coming up to me saying, oh, what stage of the program are you on? Like, what step are you on? Oh, it's so great and to meet you. It's so great. You're confronting your demons. And you're like, I'm a sophomore I'm in college. Going... I'm still... <laughs> I'm still doing. I'm just glad I'm not dead in the woods. I'm just happy I made it here alive. Well, I kept saying to everybody, oh, I'm not an alcoholic, which is making me sound more like an alcoholic (laughs) than I'm at an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting saying I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just here for the culture. I'm here for the the general vibe of AI. I'm 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 just here here because of Fight Club. They told me that I would feel better about myself (laughs) Mm -hmm, after being mm -hmm. here. I sit in the back and then I find out it's his night to speak and so he speaks and just goes through the laundry list of how there was a time he was a prostitute and he had a crystal meth addiction and he stabbed a guy and just <laughs> going through this list and i'm in the back wide-eyed just like and you're like i'm about to go on a date with this guy <laughs> this is the date not about you're there to, he's on it <laughs> why couldn't he have shared that information with you on the text chat like, it's like, oh, I do a lot of time. He's like, oh, we were, I didn't tell you this beforehand. The, <laughs> the only thing I could think of is like now in my 30s, like I, I've been with my, my partner for five years. But when you're older and you date, I feel like you cut the crap out and you're just like, yeah, I also like Rachmaninoff. I want children. Is that something that's going to be a problem for you? <laughs> like, you just kind of like hit the ground running to like save time. This was yeah. back when there, I was young and there was mystery and uh, and yeah. you had to like bait and switch people into liking you in the dating yeah, world. You're like, you're like, Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm 37. I was once a prostitute addicted to crack who stabbed people, but not anymore. Want to go on a date? 
20 year old Nick would have been like, Oh my God, you like changed. You're so strong. I'd love to go on a date with you. Like, 20 year olds. It's That's a whole nother podcast of, of my dating <laughs> I'm in the back of the, I'm in the back of the meeting. I'm listening to him speak wide eyed eyeing the exits and you're like looking around you're like in my head. hands off wait, everybody that one's so, mine wait how much <laughs> older is this person though maybe like three years two years wow that's a lot of life to live in that short amount of time yes i mean i thought the same thing <laughs> so he finishes everybody's like hugging him for his testimonial i'm again still haven't gotten up from my chair yet so i'm just like oh my god this okay i'm i'm happy that he's facing his demons but Holy crap, this is a lot to process <laughs> yeah. in like the first two hours. Well, absolutely <laughs> face your demons, but do I have to be present for this? Or can you just like give me a call when the demons are all gone? Yeah, just exorcism Who are you and then call? I'll help you sweep up Nick. after. It's like fine. The meeting ends, everyone's hugging him. He comes up, he talks to me, and he's like, I, you know, I know that was probably a lot to deal or a lot to hear. <laughs> yes, it fucking was. <laughs> me, I go, Did you play it cool? Were you like, nah? I was like, happens to me all the time on first. Days. I was like, no, it's, yeah. it's really important to share, and I'm, I'm glad you could be so open. I was, I was doing everything to bail out this boat of just be like, no, it's gonna be a great date. It's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. We're gonna have fun. It's gonna be fine. You're just like, we can make this work. Yeah. We can make this work. <laughs> as 20 year olds do because 20 year olds are dumb 20 year olds so then the dance part starts there's nothing more fun than a completely sober dance where we are the two youngest people and the median age is probably about 45 everyone else is is a grown-ass person and that is just the two of us he kept trying to get me to dance i'm like there's no one on the dance floor and i i was like i don't I don't really I don't like, like to, Abba that much to dance to. No, I don't <laughs> I'm not I'm not really I don't really dance. I don't really like to dance. Meanwhile, I was a dance minor. <laughs> I, like, I don't really like to dance. No, you know I don't just... I don't dance for free. If you want me to dance, pay me. After Pony him up. talking about being a prostitute, that was not so I don't dance for free. Like no. <laughs> not not putting that energy. Yeah, that probably wouldn't. So we we at this dance, I'm not dancing, I'm not getting up, I'm just like okay, I'm just going to sit here and pray for death. And then um, <laughs> I, I finally, I finally sweet asked embrace. <laughs> the sweet embrace of death. This is also before Uber. So, like, he's your ride, and you're probably just stuck there. Because what was I going to do? Call my parents and been like, I went on a date with a stranger I met on the internet. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. My mother already was, like, frightened enough where, like, I, I it was no it was a no yeah. <laughs> my parents were not an option so I get the brilliant idea I'm like hey can I um have your keys for a second because I left my sweater in the car and I want to go get it <laughs> did yes. you steal his car yes go GTA <laughs> did you go GTA. steal his car <laughs> no no I thought about it just but no I thought that would make I thought that would make things worse that would it would not it would not improve problem. the situation no <laughs> no it would also so, convince um, people that you probably were an alcoholic the whole time and were just yeah. lying. Just, just a nutcase. I, go, I went out to get my sweater because I actually was cold. You opened the trunk I, and then you found the body. I found the toes. <laughs> I've no, seen uh, the toes. <laughs> <laughs> I go out to the car. I get my sweater. I turn around and there is smoke billowing up into the air from behind the church. Oh, we were at a church, by the way. <laughs> Great. There is smoke billowing up from behind the church. 
And I thought, someone set the building on fire. They're going to think I did it. it. it I took some keys and ran. The sheer power of your sin ignited the church into flames. I mean, again, I was on a date with another man inside of a church, so that was flaming enough to set up a fire. (laughs) Thank you. I'll be here all week. But, yeah, so I thought the building was on fire, so I haul ass up the driveway, flinging my sweater at his keys, running up. I get behind the church, and there are 60 grown-ass people chain-smoking in the parking <laughs> lot. Because I guess it was smoke break time. But it, it was, was so enough to make it look like they there was a fire? They had to take a, a break from dancing. They had to take a break from the not dancing. There was at least 10 people with cigars. Like, it was smoke whatever you have if you got it. So <sighs> Damn. Every... That's a lot of smoke. I, it was a lot of smoke. So the dance moved into the parking lot, I guess, because everyone was just standing around smoking. I was just kind of smiling and nodding. <laughs> Again, waiting for the meteor to come crush me. To and she space. turned into a fight club. How'd you know? No. Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> Ted is Ted is hell-bent on making the story about fight club. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, fight club, <laughs> The Conjuring. And The Notebook. And, and the notebook. If you have time this week, watch them all. At the same time, it's like it's like playing uh, the Wizard of Oz With... and uh, Pink Floyd at the same time. They mm-hmm. all sync up, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, we get to go home. Finally, he's like, "Okay, the dance is over. Let's go." Home. Mercifully, so I get back in his car in the dark, and we drive home, or drive. He drives me back to my apartment, or, or my dorm room. I mean, we're, we're sitting outside and. I'm sitting there all coquettish and he's sitting there and he's You're like, I think this went well. He's thinking, <laughs> he's thinking he's getting lucky. I'm thinking, okay, how do I get out of this? And so he, we, he, you know, keeps saying, Oh, I had a really nice time with you. It was so great to be able to open up to you. And I'm giving one word answers because I'm just drained at this point. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. yeah. You've been, you've been through You're a like harrowing experience. Smoke. You're <laughs> I'm afraid I'm checking for like a shovel on the back. All you want is just a drink, just a drink at this point. <laughs> you realize that you left your sweater at the church. So that's how you get a second date. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sitting there and you know how in movies, like at the end of like thrillers, you start seeing flashbacks from like the other perspective. Mm-hmm. And like you start to see the signs and like all the threads get pulled together. I just, while he were sitting there in the car, I start having those of like, oh, he smiled and he did have teeth missing. Oh, <laughs> he does have a lot of tattoos and a lot of them are drug references. <laughs> like just things start to like pull together. It's all and, coming together now. And then Nick got a little bit wiser at the end. Sadder but wiser. And then and then um, he rips off his face and it turns out he was the janitor the whole time that you met at the very beginning of the story. And you're like, clearly that character is not going to come back in any <laughs> real way. But if it wasn't for those kids this is, and their dog. Yeah, this was my murder, she wrote. I am Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> I was saw it was 1055 episodes ending in five minutes. I got to solve the crime. Yeah, wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Pull it all together. Come on, um, Jessica Fletcher. Wrap it up. That's actually what he said. No. It's like condom. So. He leans in to kiss me, and I panic, and I give him a firm handshake, oh. <laughs> and I get out of the car and beeline it to my dorm room. Oh, my God. Oh. Did you make eye contact during the handshake? 
<laughs> no, no, it was like uh, he leaned in and I did like a, a sideways. <laughs> oh my god! Like I looking, kind of looking straight ahead, just a sideways handshake. Got in the car and or got out of the car and left. Was was his hand like engaged in the handshake, or was it just sort of limp and flopping around because he was in kiss mode? I don't really remember because I was more in like fight or flight mode. I could have like grabbed his elbow and like right. had been shaking it and not. <laughs> I just I shook. I shook what felt like his hand and then left. I shook what felt like felt his like hand. Little did you know. It was did his you... hand. It was the toes. It was, um, <laughs> it was the, the toes. <laughs> did he like honk his horn as you were running away? Don't remember. I literally, it was, like, it was I blacked out. flight. I blacked out. I blacked out. I don't remember a thing. It was only until later when I saw the blood on my hands. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I run up to my dorm room run in kind of like lean against the door like oh my god and my roommate is still sitting there on his bed again same shit-eating grin i'm like that date was horrible he was an alcoholic and my roommate goes i know okay and i kind of like i kind of like say a couple of things that i go back and go wait what do you mean you know and he turns his laptop around and it has the guy's myspace that he had found that had all of his like death metal poetry and pictures of him <laughs> with, a, with a with a pipe Oof. and like all of it on MySpace, and I was like, "You knew." I turned into Sally Field and Mrs. Doubtfire. I was like, "The whole time, the whole time, the whole time." <laughs> Just I was so angry. I was like, "You knew," and he's like, "Yes, I knew." What did you learn? What don't don't date <laughs> on? I don't know what there is to learn. Except it, obviously it is, you should have Googled. I'll that. tell you. I'll tell you what I learned. You're a dick, roommate. Fuck you. That's what I learned. <laughs> that was one thing I learned. <laughs> the other thing I learned, and I now t- every time I have friends who go on dates, you do your research. <laughs> you you look it up. I'm the person now where somebody will be like, I think this guy is cute, but I don't know a lot about him. And I'm like, here's his FICO credit score. His, um, the last three movie things he watched on Netflix. This is his mother's weight in kilograms. Like, I'm, I am that person now where I find all that out. And I'm like, here you go. And I'm also the person who, if you text me, like, you know, the safe word, like pineapple, I know to call you and be like, you need to come home. Your mother was hit by a bus or like some, some kind of accident <laughs> again <laughs> she just can't stay away from that damn bus she she has a problem we, she really she likes she likes greyhounds but she gets confused she tries to pet the bus not it, the, yeah. dog. the thing and is then... it, if, it, if the buses were parked when she tried to do it that'd be one thing but she insists on jumping out and catching them while they're in motion and it just yeah. she doesn't really understand <laughs> what a greyhound rescue to... is like <laughs> She thinks she's going to the Greyhound races, but it's actually a bus exactly. race. <laughs> the famous the slowest bus race of all. <laughs> so, so um, that was my harrowing first date, and that is how I learned that you always do background checks and research on people you meet on the internet. <laughs> That's that is fantastic. I love that story. It's uh, very cringe-inducing, <laughs> but uh, very delightful. Oh. I, I've had a lot of bad days, but. That that is a really special one. I never had one where I was like trapped. Yeah, never had one where I felt trapped. We will have our bantery questions for Nick Williams to determine whether his story is true or false right after this word from our sponsors. 
This episode of Go On is brought to you by Windows. Do you like being indoors but hate living in an abyss of complete darkness with no concept of whether it's day or night? Then Windows may be for you. Through their revolutionary transparent technology, Windows allow you to finally answer the question of what's going on outside without actually having to go there. Don't be a loser. Get Windows today or die friendless and alone. Uh, cool. I have some questions. Okay. For you, Nick Williams. One, did you continue to use Manhunt after that? Yes. <laughs> Were the f subsequent dates uh, better? Less eventful, but somewhere somewhere better than others. <laughs> That's fair. So was this church a place that you would pass normally? Or was it th that far away that, like, you didn't have to, like, drive by it and then cringe every time you experienced a, a flashback? It was it was that far away. That's that's convenient. Yes. Did did he send you any messages afterwards? We talked for three weeks afterwards. Um, there was not a second date. I mean, if there was a second date, I would, I would, I mean, twenty year olds. What are you gonna do? But like, <laughs> but how do you do follow up with a firm handshake? Like, I feel like that's a pretty clear like. It's like, like, a little just, little subtle. So it's about as subtle as like having teeth missing and having tattoos all over your arms with drug references. <laughs> what kind of music was playing at this sober dance? It was a mix. So it it was like you said, it was things like ABBA and um oh, it, it was it was like older 70s. There was a lot of 70s rock that was happening, which like nothing makes me want to twerk like Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> It would be like, hey, we're just going to slow it down and we're going to play Stairway to Heaven. And then the next thing would be like, tweet, oops, there goes my shirt over my head. Where it's and then just... somebody was like, play Freebird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I got to say, dancing dancing to uh, Led Zeppelin just doesn't, doesn't do it. And then Run DMC came on and everybody was on the dance floor. Yes. Everybody, they ran DMC to the dance floor. I mean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, you have any more questions here? No. 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 Did, oh, I've got a question for you. What What was your relationship like with your roommate after that? Oh, we're still really good friends. We laugh about it now because <laughs> it did teach me a valuable lesson. But there was a good month where it was it was silent walk-bys. <laughs> Nick, your choice in friends is very interesting. It's... Yeah, I mean, look at Greg. Hey. Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know. We don't you recommend do not have it. To. Okay, thank you. I but I gotta say, I know he's a good friend of yours. Your roommate's a dick. I don't. I I am angry for your twenty-year-old self. Fuck but that guy. also, you know, he should totally give a speech at any future weddings. He was almost. I I was almost married once. He was actually almost the officiant. <laughs> he's like, have and fun with this wedding, and you're like, what? And he like spins the computer around and is like the polygamist who's a murderer. He's like, I would have told you. I'll I'll, I'll tell you after you're married, okay? <laughs> I mean, we all we you need to learn married, for yourself. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you learned your lesson. I walk I guess, out of the guess... divorce court and he's like, "What did you learn?" <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you could have end up, ended up dead. What would he have done? What would he have done if he's like, have fun? And then it's like, he was murdered. He did not have fun. He is dead now. And you could have stopped it. How would he live no, with himself? Knowing Tom, he would have probably been like, 
you guys are going to find this funny. (laughs) (laughs) What happened was... (laughs) And he walks up to your grave and he's like, what did you learn? learn? (laughs) (laughs) As he just chucks the the dirt on top, what did you learn? (laughs) That's my epitaph. What did you learn? <laughs> On my um, cool. Well, um, I have made my determination. Ted, do you think that this story is true or do you think this story is false? I think this story is true, but I think Nick is actually the one who picked up some sophomore in college and took him on the state where he unveiled his soul and that this is how Nick processes that rejection. Is by reclaiming the story. <laughs> yeah, taking he's, back he's taking it back. God, I think this story is false for a number of reasons, mostly having to do with wanting to say the opposite of what you said, Ted. So I think this story is completely false because fuck you, Ted. It's fair. It's fair. It's, that that that's a fair assessment. I think this story is false because. I want it to be false. <laughs> this is such a, an awkward story. I just want it to be false. That's that's uh, poor, poor 20-year-old Nick. Fuck that. All right. Well, Nick Williams, is your story true or is your story false? It is true. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Nick Williams, you've won a box full of feral cats and blue M and M's. Yay! Just what every gay man wants—a box full of cats. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it. Cats are awesome. I gotta say, we have yet to have anybody lie to us. Greg, Greg thinks that there is a huge problem with the uh, premise huh. of this show, and I'm just <laughs> leaning into it. Someone will lie to us one day. Someone will. The I truth promise. is always funnier. The truth is always funnier. Listen, good stories are good stories, you know? That has that has made me very popular at parties, telling that story and watching people's faces just be like, no, what? What? And then the teeth. <laughs> what? And you he was very toes? convincing. What? It, yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it, it's led me to a very happy relationship now. Well, that's so good. I, I had to, it's not kiss a lot of frogs or kiss a lot of meth heads. You gotta kiss a lot of meth heads to find a partner. Nick Williams, thank you so much for joining us. Uh and thank you for thank being you. a listener to go on the Goon Pod. And, and thank you for being <laughs> our fan. <laughs> or yeah, our only fan. I, I know you know what? You're it, you it, are officially now a up. member of the Goon Squad. What? Goon Pod Squad. Do we get jackets? Y- yes. <laughs> Yes, the, yes, it will be in the box yeah. with the feral cats They say cats pink the ladies meets T-birds. Pink... <laughs> I've had it up to here with your grease references, Ted. All right. Sorry, they're not going away. I knew what I was getting into when we started this. Ted, you want to do the closing thing here? Yep. Special thanks to our creative team, Will Cotton, Josh Hackett, Adam Raw Plummer, Shanna and Greg Ryan, and Firescape Creations. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show, share it with your friends, give a five-star review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at... Go underscore on underscore pod. Link in the show notes. Good night, everybody. Good night. I've seen the toes. Oh, my God. I'm going to hear that in my nightmares now. <laughs> I've seen the toes. <laughs>